TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMC FM at HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. What is happening out there, Bay Area? It is a little wet, so drive safely on those roadways. Good morning to all the graveyard shift workers getting off your graveyard shift. The garbage men, the janitors, the carpenters, the security guards, the ushers. I can't wait to see you at Chase Center tonight. The parking attendants, you know who you are out there at Chase Center. Um, Good morning to the cops, the students, just, uh, all the teachers doing the damn thing. I have a very, like, I already respect the teachers. But now that baby Chez is going to Montessori school, I have a deeper appreciation for them because she's not an easy person to deal with, especially in the morning. So good morning to everybody out there as we talk on the Warriors Wednesday. Um, a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. A trusted name since 1922. Visit Freeman'sAppliance.com today. Shout out to YouTube and Twitch, the Comcast Business Text Line. You guys have been awesome all week. You guys are awesome every day, but especially this week. You guys have been bringing it, bringing it, and bringing in some more, all the heat as we shift to the Warriors as they have a game. We will get into the Niners, though, 8.30. We're going to get into the Niners because they are rolling right now. They look like the most complete team in football. We'll do that at 8.30. But right now we're rolling on the Warriors because they do host the Portland Trailblazers today. They've been off for three days, and we haven't gotten it to them after they blew the 22-point lead Saturday afternoon in L.A. And I can't wait for the Clippers to get their own arena. Saturday afternoon NBA games in L.A. It's just not a smart idea. I don't understand why they did it. Well, they do it because they share the arena. So they've had the Lakers play at night and the Clippers played. So that was schedule. the reason why. Yeah, they do that. And that's why they've been doing it for years. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, how many have there been like three Warrior one o'clock games? On oh, the just the Warriors. I'm talking about the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. War- yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't even just, realize it that. It was just odd. It's just an odd start on the Saturday afternoon. But on the flip side, you do get the night off early. You get to enjoy a night out in L.A. or a night out in the Bay Area after the Warriors game. But they didn't lose. So let's get Anthony Slater. Uh, don't forget, first 10,000 fans. Who attend Chase Center tonight will get a Draymond Green bobblehead. But Anthony, can you believe it? As we say good morning to you. Hopefully, you had a great holiday. Uh, had a great time in LA Saturday. I can't believe somebody stole our Draymond Green bobblehead here in the studio. We had to talk to Draymond Green bobblehead. And one of these hosts walked out with it. Stole it? Was it the one that's being given out tonight? You guys got like an advanced copy? Yeah, I know you get the advanced copy, Slater. Come on now. Well, first of all, I didn't get this one. I'll get one tonight. You know, but what what is the version tonight? You said it was talking. Yeah, it was like you press a button. It goes, 
Dub Nation, let's go! I thought it said absolutely incredible. <laughs> Dub Nation, let's go! And he's, he's he got a headset on, and he's got the blazer over the uniform. It's actually a cool-looking bobblehead. Okay, I was you know I was wondering if he had like the podcast mic. Is there a Draymond Green podcast show logo on it? No, it does not have the podcast Draymond Green. By the way, when is that coming back? You know, he hinted it soon, but you know I don't know what soon is. You should um, tell him. You should tell him that his first guest should be Dre Greenlaw. Okay, sure. I mean. I mean, just to talk about the, the big Dom situation, I am curious to get his thoughts on that. I mean, it takes one to know one, and, and we're now calling Dre Greenlaw, Draymond Greenlaw. Okay. All right. Well, you, you seem fired up. You seem back in on the Draymond experience. Uh, I'm, I'm here for the memes. <laughs> she I knows. never know every week. I never know. You never know. Yeah, I don't know That's every day. That's the experience. Hey, yeah, sometimes the experience can go down a long, curvy there- road and lead into nowhere. But, you know, where, where's this Warrior season going? We're, we were just having a discussion 20 games in. They're 9-11. and 11. They blew two 20-point leads on the road last week, 22 uh, to the Clippers on Saturday. Where are you at with this team through 20 games later? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. They, to me, the court product's a little reminiscent of last season. You know, they're talking about the fouls and the turnovers being an issue. They're, you know, kind of in the middle muck of this crowded Western Conference like they were last year. Um, it's They don't seem significantly worse than a lot of the teams around them, but they certainly don't seem like they're going to, like, rattle off, you know, a, a 13 out of 15 wins or something like that. So I just... I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see if there's p- big personnel changes down the road. To me, that's more of a January-February question. But um, if currently constructed, to me, they just seem like they're going to try to muscle their way into the, the fifth, sixth range and try to be a dangerous uh, you know, playoff opponent. And, and you know, like kind of like they were last year. I mean, better court chemistry, but to me, is the court product very much better? Not really. You know, Slater, real quick, uh, Yogi Bear did say one time, it gets late early out there. It gets late early out there. And what I mean by that, and I think Luhugi Bear, you can, you can apply this to this situation. You wait too long to make a deal. You may be too far out of the race in the Western Conference. I mean, you may sneak into the play-in, but that's a tough road to navigate through. You know what I'm saying? They may have to make a decision in January or at the end of this month. I don't necessarily agree as far as standings-wise if we're just talking about getting to the 5-6, right? If you if you think this team had the capability of being like a 1-2 seed, like, yeah, it's, it's late early, but it was probably late opening night for this team to be a one-two seed. Um, but, the, you know, I just looked right now. Uh, the Mavs and Kings are 5-6 right now at 11-8. and eight. You know, that's three losses behind, not even a quarter into the season. So, uh, and, you know, they do have a favorable stretch coming up. They've kind of targeted, not only obviously they played tonight against this. This is, again, you don't want to label anything a must-win, but you should take care of the Blazers at home tonight. Uh, a lot of home games over the next month or so. Um well, yeah, again, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe you guys feel differently about the West, but I do feel like if you win 7 of 10, you're probably climbing up because yeah. everybody else is losing, you know, once or twice a week. At least. Right. They win 7 out of 10. I'm ready to throw a parade. Um, no, no, don't do that. Which, don't by the do way, they I'm won teasing. 6 of 8 to start the year. How long ago does that feel? It feels like forever ago. Uh, <laughs> it feels like five-game suspensions ago. Um, but, no, like, I, I'm looking at this right now, and I'm, I'm saying that their top dog has not executed in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry, right? There's a variety of reasons why. They're blitzing him like crazy. What do you make of his assist-to-turnover ratio being the worst in his career, though, this year? Um, I mean, well, the assists are down. He's mentioned this because they got Chris Paul. 
yeah, you know, Chris Paul just kind of eats at the assist, which is fine. I mean, I'm full dependent on, I guess, your perspective. But, yeah, he takes the ball out of Steph's hands more. So I think that's why the assist to turnover. Um, because I, I don't know. Do you have the stats up? The turnovers don't seem abnormal. Like, it's just regular Steph Curry turnovers. I just think it's assists are way down. Well, what about the situational, you know, uh, end of the game execution because yeah. that does feel again I'm going off eyeballs as well here it, yeah. it feels a little off yeah I mean look the Sacramento game was like just ghastly um, that that turnover he made when they double teamed him like that was just a horrible pass a horrible read by him but also like it was you know bad press break from a five man perspective um, as far as it to me this is a two season thing right remember. How many late game scenarios was it last year? And sometimes that was Steph. Yeah, I can remember, you know, the hero ball in Charlotte that he blamed himself mm-hmm. for, or, uh, you know, various ones. How about the timeout that they didn't have in the King series? Remember that? One? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so again, like I think that is the least of their worries on the team, right? It's just like Steph Curry's play in general. I think that's like the one thing. I think over the course of the season, you can remain, you can bank on it. But yeah, look, if he hits an eighteen footer in L.A. or um, just you know, a floater over Kawhi Leonard, or just does something else in the last possession. They get some points, they win, and and they're ten and ten. And we're talking probably a little differently about them this morning. Yeah, Steph Curry, sixty four turnovers on the season, just eighty four assists, eighty four assists for Steph on the season. So I, I get your point, though, Anthony. Chris Paul does have the ball in his hands a lot. Hell, even Brandon Pajemski, and then you think about the half court and Draymond Green, he has the ball in his hands as well. So uh, Anthony Slater here, our 95-70 game insider, does a great job covering the Golden State Warriors for the athletic. Injury report real quick for Portland. DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton, doubtful with right knee soreness. Jeremy Grant, out due to concussion protocol. Anthony Simons, questionable. So, this has got to be a guy to have a game. You got to win this game no matter what and get ready for OKC on Friday. Um, but looking at the rotations here, Chris Paul and Wiggins will be back. What does that mean for Moody, Kaminga, and Pajinski? Because it does feel like at some point, Curry will have to shorten his rotation, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, there's rotation questions. Now, Gary Payton being out for, for kind of the foreseeable future, um, to me at least, makes it so you don't have to DNP Moody and Pajemski necessarily, but you know how our fans going to feel if, if Moody gets 12 minutes and Pajemski gets eight or something like that tonight. Um, that I, I don't know, but, uh, the, you know, you can't, if you are a ninth, 10th, eighth, ninth, 10th man in the NBA rotation, like you don't play that much. And that's what those guys are profiled to be. Um, maybe they can, maybe there's ways Kirk can be a little bit more creative with it. Suppress the Wiggins, you know, Paul Clay Thompson minutes down into the twenties. Um, and he has said, you know, depending on hot hand, he sounds like he's willing to be a little bit more flexible with like closing lineups, things like that. So, uh, we'll see, but that's the, the, qu- the, the trouble with this team is they feel thin up top, right? Like you're sitting there like, who is Steph Curry's number two on this team? Um, but they're almost too, like, you don't want to say too deep, but everyone feels so even, but you know, roster right. spot. Redundant you know. is the word I would yeah. use. There's a lot of that's, redundancy. That's Positional redundancy, um, depth chart, where they line up on the depth chart in terms of importance redundancy. I, I guess that brings me to Moses Moody. Like, what do you do with Moses Moody here? Do, do you just say, hey, we're going to close with Moses Moody for a couple of weeks here? Like, I want to see him get some consistent run to finish games. W- would you be willing? Forget what Steve Kerr is going to do. Is that something that you think would help this team? I think again with whole, with closing, I think you play the game. You know, okay. what if Clay's hot tonight? 
you know, if Clay just has like a hot night, but he's been shooting pretty good lately. Or last seven, know. Anthony, forty percent from three, nineteen Look points. Come on, graphic tonight. I'm well, sure. I can't well, wait well no, you know, because you know what, Anthony, man, it's kind of drives me crazy, and I, I got no problem with criticism whatsoever, Clay. I thought he should have been benched in the last 40-26 against Sacramento. There's no doubt. I thought Moody yeah. deserved it. He was 1-5 in the second half, three points. He was cl- he was clunky. It wasn't good for him. But let's be fair. Let's not just crush a guy. Let's give him some credit when credit is due. And he deserves some credit for the last seven, Anthony. Clay Thompson, that is. Yeah, no, he's playing better. Uh, he's And there's been pockets of the game where he's kind of rescued them. I think the third quarter in L.A. on Saturday. I mean, they don't win the game, but if they do win the game – uh, you know, you look at that third quarter where he hit like two straight big jumpers to kind of like give them life uh, heading into the fourth. You guys can remember the te- you know that uh, ten point surge he had to start the fourth the game before that uh, against the Clippers. So he's been shooting it better. I mean, but and I agree. Like I think he's trending well. If, if Wiggins comes back and looks like he did before the finger injury, he had been trending well. To Shasky's question about Moody though they do script the rotations pregame Chris Weems is over there with his iPad you know it's all scripted out what I would do is like get Moody in earlier and give her give him longer runs and if he is playing well then you talk about closing with him but I think it's I think it's unwise especially with this team to go into the game knowing who you're closing on right like you need to adjust game to game I think with that what about Kaminga it sure feels like he's had a lava lamp like uh run here where i just don't know what to make of him like one night he looks awesome and then for two or three nights in a row he looks completely lost and unplayable what's the best course of action regarding kaminga yeah i mean i think it's tougher when everyone's healthy i think he's the guy that that just gets squeezed because some of the combinations are difficult to put him out there i mean we could talk about the front court i think one of the biggest rotation questions heading into tonight and beyond is like do you keep starting looney and draymond together the sarge start all that but I think Kaminga's kind of rolled into that mix where he needs to be out there with the right lineup combinations. But also, you know, he kind of needs to – I mean, we talk about it every week, I feel like, but he kind of needs to embrace the role that this team needs him for, which is, you know, rim running. You know, the the game he had a, a couple games ago um, where it was it was transition yeah. stuff. It was getting to the rim. It was mm-hmm. defense, right? Go be active on Kawhi. Be active on Paul George. He didn't foul that night. He rebounded. Uh, well, that's the stuff he needs to do. Whereas I think there's a lot of games, as you know, especially games he goes in knowing, hey, I'm going to get eight minutes. I'm going to get 12 minutes, which, again, might be tonight because of who's back in the lineup. He kind of either floats around and doesn't do much at all, almost like, you know, Harrison Barnes, Andrew Wiggins type worst games. Or he goes out there like, I'm going to take a couple threes and I'm going to get to my mid-range because why not take a couple shots if I'm going to be out here for eight minutes? Yeah, I'm with you there. Anthony, uh, Andrew Wiggins obviously will be back What's the solution for him? What is it? Because he's not, he's been up and down, up and down, up and down. And the freak injury with the slamming his finger in the car door, we know what happened last season. What is going on with him? And is that report, I know, I think we touched on the report last week that the Warriors were maybe unhappy with his physical conditioning coming into the season. But you made a good point that he couldn't really work out due to the rib injury. But how can they really get this guy going? I know it's a question that you hear every single day on Twitter, but really, it's, it's it's time to get him going. Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing is, the last time we saw him, he was awesome, right? What do you have? Twenty nine in the Sacramento right. game. He had the tip in, like he did seem like he was kind of finding his form and double double. Yeah, again, I don't know if you got another graphic stat, uh, you know, ready to go, but I think his last what seven or so is probably decent. Well, again, I do well, think it's. You know, I will come locked in here, Slater, okay, with the basketball reference, yeah. man. With the last, with the last six games. So the last six games were Andrew Wiggins, seventeen and a half points. 
five rebounds, 49.5% from the floor, 40% for the three-point line. So what do you know? He's that's playing better. Is that, that? I mean, that's the Andrew Wiggins you need right there. I like that. Just that statistical profile. Like, <laughs> you know, so I think as long as the finger doesn't, like, really throw him back and really only miss a couple games, and, you know, it's a finger, he could still be out there running and stuff. His conditioning should be fine. Like, just keep playing like that, and I think they're okay. All right. Miami Dolphins, best team in the AFC? I mean, that's what the standings say right now. Oh, look at you. Uh, look well, at I'll you. Say this. The AFC seems to be crumbling crumbling around them a little bit, right? Yes, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know what the Lawrence situation is. Obviously, Joe Burrow's out for the year. The Chiefs are, are you know, look pretty, you know, pedestrian on a weekly basis. Um, obviously, you guys, I'm sure, would say the Dolphins need to beat somebody who's actually good, which they haven't it's really done yet. It's been two and a half years but... since a win over a 500 team, but keep going. Uh, beyond that, uh, this is the one that, that burns me. It's been since 2001 since they won a playoff game. So that's, uh, you know, am I sitting here ready to call a Super Bowl run? No, but you know what? I'd like to see a playoff win for the franchise. So it uh, looks like they're probably going to get a home game. Which is I nice. know. Three more quarterback injuries, and you might get that. Stop. Hey. Stop. Hey. Hey, you know what? It's fine. It, it, it's going to be proven on the field, right? Isn't, yeah. isn't that uh, what Hassan Reddick said last week? <laughs> <laughs> See, see, Shasky, you open that up. Hopefully we see the Dolphins. That would be fun. Mike McDaniel versus Kyle Shanahan. Las Vegas. Super Bowl. Ooh. Oh, they're a fun team. Allegiant Stadium. Their hard team. knocks is good, too. They better I, I'm play in, at home. I'm enjoying their hard knocks. I'm enjoying the hard knocks. Also, by the way, their last three is Ravens, uh, Cowboys, Bills. So, oh, oh, hey, but the, hey, the Raven game a couple years ago was the blow-up game for two of them. Yeah. He threw for like yeah, 8,000 yards. What, they yeah. came back from a 35-14 so, deficit. Hey, you never know. But, hey, and that was in Baltimore, but I yep. thought they hadn't seen anybody good. I oh, it was like three years ago. Oh but. no, that was last year. Last but they were uh, they weren't five hundred at that point. Yeah, it was uh, so uh, first game uh, of the year. Uh, uh, two, because that was week two. Yeah, I, I, I just go. By, I'm very factually correct now uh, that I'm spinning uh, into a journalist. No, please, okay. got a long way to go, buddy. <laughs> long way to go. Let me tell you that, Slater. I'll see you later at Taste of the Night, man. Thanks for always joining uh, us. Yeah, see you. See you, buddy, right, man. Anthony Slater here on the Border Russell ninety five. I forgot to ask him about Oklahoma State getting blown out by Texas. Damn, they got. It wasn't even a game. No, I woke up. No. I woke up mad. Because I didn't bet. I was like, all right, I'm going to get some sleep in. No baby chest. He's at the grandparents' house. Went to the Daylight Sal game. All right, Texas, Oklahoma State, 9 o'clock kickoff. Let me throw some money on UT. Let me throw some money on the Longhorns. I woke up. It was already 14 nothing. That game was over. It was 21 nothing before yeah, I even I, I know. It, it was they have so many receivers. They do. They got to beat Washington? I'm not big on Quinn Ewers, though. It's all screens, and I don't know. I just don't like them. Yeah. Are they going to beat Washington? No, I, I like Washington a lot. Washington's got a really too. nice running back, a I good do. offensive line, and three sweet good. receivers. And they got defense. Doomsday is underrated. so sick. That, do, that defense is underrated. Oh, yeah. They hit. Absolutely. They, hit. they were physical that game. Boy, they were out there. I like their coach, them. too. Yeah, DeBoer. Peter yeah. DeBoer, he's tough. I like, I like him. him. I like what him is it, Peter DeBoer? No, it's not no, Peter, Peter DeBoer. No, Peter hockey. Yeah, I'm thinking, see? See, DuBois got hockey knowledge, man. I mean, I told you. Come on, I'm underrated, dog. journalistic I'm, uh, I'm, pivot for me. I'm, I'm yeah. underrated when it comes to hockey knowledge. Peter DeBoer. How, how about that pool, folks? Huh? Who says I don't watch hockey? Doesn't it feel like we're all saying the same things regarding the Warriors? You, me, Slates, fans, people, everyone, yeah. the team. There's just so, like, we don't even have GP2 right now, and there's still a log jam of wings. We're a 43-win team, dude! I mean, <laughs> beat, 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 beat. I don't want to, I'm not pretending, I don't want to pretend that the sky's falling. The sky's not falling. But like, Kalen DeBoer, Kalen DeBoer. The sky's not falling. I had to I, fix that. We, yeah. we all agree. Like, the sky's not falling. They're not done. It's not over. Like, 
Just everyone take a deep breath. They've won a championship, all right? So it's very difficult when you're balancing all of these things out, right? So remember, they won a championship. And, you know, Nick Friedle's going to call it the bonus championship. Well, and that's a little bit of hater. Well, how many championships Nick Friedle has exactly. recently? Who's this team? The Orlando Magic? They ever win a damn championship? Cousin Nick? So they ever win anything? There's they ain't a, even sniffed the finals in 15 years. <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? There's the record that's Bonus coming up. stat. Sorry. It's okay. There's a record that's coming up that a lot of people are pointing to, 59 and 56 the last two seasons, okay? And I've seen other people take it even farther. Now, B, before you jump in and give us all, like, they want a championship. I want to make sure that we're very good. They want a championship. Yeah. You know how difficult it is to win a championship? I don't know, Shasky. But since Kevin Durant left, you know what their record is? Okay, you're throwing in the 2019 know. season. I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. They, they've got a championship. Two games under five. They've, they've got a championship. Right. What's Kevin Durant done since he's left? Nothing. No, yeah. nothing. All right. He's nothing. Had, he hasn't even been to a conference final. No, but what, I, what I'm saying is, is like, if you just look at the lat, like they won a championship in the middle of all of this. They've, the championship, I do. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You believe to some degree has skewed. And look, championships are so important and it's so great to cling on to them. And when you win one, you do not, you do not, you don't apologize, you don't do anything. But what I'm saying is, is overall, regular seasons. It hasn't been that great. Well, now they had, had that 18-2 run. So look, they had man. an 18-2 run that okay. has kind of diluted the waters and Shasky. and has and has elevated them. And it was Shasky, a big Shasky. Shasky. I, I I hear what you're saying here. I hear what you're saying about the regular season record, but the context matters. You missed Clay for two full seasons. You missed Steph for most of the 2019 season. Did a pandemic wipe you You're missing you're the, 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 the elephant in the room. No. Older players no. don't just sustain their level. No. What LeBron is doing at oh, his I, age I, I understand that. But when you like go back to 2019 and saying what their record is post-KD, no, what I'm saying 2019 is, is that a lost season. if I'm the owner and I've been paying this much money and I'm looking Come at on. my bottom line of my record right. over year after year right. after right. year, I, I, hear you. I, I, I would be saying, me as right. the owner, I'd be saying, we're paying a lot for this team, and it's well, not as good as I need it to be. Well, this year. 
No doubt. This year and last but, year. But 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 come on. Let, let's when you throw 2019 in. No, that was that just season. I was just giving you some no, historical no, 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 perspective. No, no, no. But I'm I'm going to give you context about the season because I covered every one of those games at the arena with Whitley Sandretto, our digital manager. They were starting Jordan Poole as a 19-year-old rookie. I know. They were starting Eric Paschal. Steph Curry got hurt. And I don't believe that team was going to be good anyway. This is just I, the I Chase Center. That, Since they got the Chase, Chase Center. Center. But I didn't think that team was going to be good anyway. But I knew Clay was going to – he was out that year. Of course. Steph gets hurt four games in, and it was like, you know what? Maybe it's a blessing in disguise because now you can get a lottery pick. Not a lottery pick turned into James Wiseman. You make the play in next year. You lose to the Lakers and the Grizzlies in overtime. I get that. But again, Clay Thompson gets hurt on the day of the draft, and you pivot to Kelly Oubre Jr., and Kelly Oubre Jr. doesn't play the last month of the season, and you miss Damian Lee for COVID. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But like, you can laugh at Kelly Oubre Jr. No, or you want no. to. Go look at what he's doing in Philadelphia. No, no, no. What, All right? I'm, what I'm saying is that the common denominator is that they've a lot of injuries, a lot of and injuries. that's what they've been like. So, so I'm, I'm just looking at it right now, and it's like, Older players, for me to expect them to play 75 or more games is I'm asking no, for trouble. That's a problem. And I'm that's flirting with danger. But And so I'm just looking at this team, and, I, and I'm saying to myself, because I'm, 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 I'm getting to a point here. If I'm Joe Lacob and I'm paying historical luxury tax money, I would probably say to myself, yeah, I still think that this team could make the play, this current iteration so, make the plus. I don't think it's worth my bang for the buck. We need to make a move. Well, they That's probably will the make a move. They probably will make a move, but make. They, believe, they believe that they had a championship core. And obviously the championship core got older, but baked into it, you do have the injuries. But the regular and season. And a championship. But the regular got season, a championship. But listen, it's important. the regular season for this team hasn't really mattered. Now, the championship year, they wanted to get out to a hot start. They did. And then they coasted the rest of the way. They had to navigate through some injuries. You had to navigate Klay Thompson's situation. But it's all a, it's been about the playoffs for the Warriors. And it's been about a matchup in the playoffs for the Golden State Warriors. And that's what happened during that run because a lot of people didn't believe they were going to win that championship that year. A lot of people were freaking out. Remember, we brought out the panic meter. And I was like, dude, I'm never going above five. They're going to win the championship this year. What are we tripping for? And everybody was hyping up the Memphis Grizzlies. And everybody was hyping up the Dallas Mavericks. And they got doused. But they two got years ousted later, quick. I feel like the West is significant. No, it better. is better. They did get yeah. older. So you want to talk about this year yeah. for sure. Last year, you can't unsee what happened last year. They won 44 games. But with that said, Sacramento was a third seed winning 48 games. And Sacramento's regular season was so much better than the Golden State Warriors' regular season. And yet the Warriors were four games off of them, four games off their pace, despite all the turmoil they had as a team. I'm surprised they won 44 games last year, to be honest with you. But they, I mean, like the, going into Sacramento, you're talking about a guy in De'Aaron Fox who's been in the league like five years, and Keegan Murray's a, a rookie. So that's like their first taste of it. And even then, they took you to seven, right? So, well, they had home know. court advantage. <laughs> they had home court advantage, not us. They should have won the damn series. They didn't. I don't know. They I, didn't. I, I personally so, believe that I'm looking at this team, and, so, and there's a so, lot of body of but, work. But, but Clay, but dude, again, the, the injuries with Clay Thompson, he was in the prime of his career. And Danny Green went up for a contest in the NBA Finals. And Clay tore his knee up. And he was in the prime of his career. He got the prime, two prime no years question. taken away from him. All right? He was getting ready to come back during the playing season, and everybody thought the Warriors were going to be a top-four team, and he tears his Achilles on the day of the NBA draft. Day of the NBA draft, he tears his Achilles. So you can talk about regular seasons. Look, we can talk about this season all you want to. This year, they're older. They're slower. They can't stay in front of nobody. They're fouling guys. They're hacking. They're turning the ball over without Chris Paul. So that's it. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to read into what their record is since KD left. That's that's kind of pointless to me because there's context to it. And we understand, if you watch Warriors basketball, what went on during the 2019 season, the 2020 season, the 2021 season, and then, of course, last season. So um, we can talk some Niners here, though.
Let's talk some Niners. That's what's coming up in the game. Sponsored by the Los Altos Village Association Experience, a European-style holiday market in festive downtown Los Altos. Enjoy live music and warm holiday drinks as you shop for unique gifts and holiday decor. The holiday market is on Thursdays, December 7th and 14th from 4 to 8. Details at downtownlosaltos.org. Guys, I've got a Russian green beret. This guy cannot come back to tell this story. You understand? I hear you. Huh? Oh, you there? Call me back. You're not gonna believe this. He killed 16 Czechoslovakians. Guy was an interior decorator. His house looked like. Now, back to the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. We'll go back and watch The Sopranos. I still have the wire above it, but it doesn't mean The Sopranos isn't in my top five. Uh, It's a great scene. Great situation there with The Sopranos. I thought the last two seasons fell off a little bit. And for me personally, when I think about The Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, The Wire is more relatable to my personal life. My personal life. Because you got the union workers in season two, you know you got the you got season one, you got season three with all the, the crackheads and everything in Baltimore and what was going on in that city. Then you got the newspaper, the newspaper room, and the journalists in season five. I don't know. I just the students in the, in the public school system in season four. Um, the Wire was a little more relatable to me. That's why I have it a little higher to Sopranos. But I'm not I'm not diminishing the Sopranos. Sopranos is an all time great series. All time great. All time great. And that was a great scene right there that you just missed, Shasky. It's one of the greatest scenes in television history. Obviously, the first season when he goes up with Meadow to check out a college up in Connecticut and murfs out the dude, that's a legendary scene. But that one, I mean, that's an all That was an interior decorator. Exactly. His house looked like <laughs> And, you know, the, the part that I was going at with the analogy was that they were walking around in circles and they keep seeing the same thing over and over and over again, and they're getting frustrated. And I feel like that's kind of where the Warriors fans are at right now with the Warriors. Like, we're, we're walking around the same topics over and over and over again, and it just feels like, to me, it's it's pretty inevitable that if they want to be really right back into the mix of championships, they're going to have to tinker some of this stuff. They're going to have to get There's rid no of either doubt. some young guys or an old guy. They're going to have to staple some things no. together. They're going to have to get creative. They've got to make a move. They've got to make a move. And I hate doing that. I don't want to do like, they got no, to make a move no, radio. No, no, they do. No, it's, 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 a, it's imperative. Like, with this team currently constructed right now, I'm seeing the same issues they had last year, and they're a lot older than last year because you got rid of Jordan Poole, which one, one <laughs> thing we underrated, point. we got lost in the sauce again. Point. After the Denver game, I said, you know, Shasky, I know we're feeling good because it was an encouraging loss. But I'm thinking, man, these are the Warriors. What are we encouraged by losses? We're the Warriors. We're a championship team, a championship organization. We lost the game, and I'm ticked off about it. But then I noticed in that game, with Aaron Gordon, the way he attacked the rim, with Nikola Jokic, of course, punishing the rim, I said, boy, Bigger and more athletic teams. Because Michael Porter Jr. if it has some play moments in that basketball game. Athletic teams are going to give us issues. And then on a six-game homestand, we saw Minnesota. You know, we saw Cleveland. And Cleveland smacked us twice in a week. And they gave us so many problems with their athleticism, their length, uh, their quickness with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. Especially Darius Garland. I mean, he blew by everybody. He was getting to the free throw line. It was, it was ugly. 
And then you play OKC, the same situation with SGA. Then you get Minnesota, and Anthony Edwards woke up, and you get their bigs with Kyle Anderson and Nas Reed and Rudy Gobert, of course, Katmandu, Carl uh, Anthony Towns. It was just, it was tough. It's tough right now, so you can't unsee these things. Triple drive penetration continues to destroy them. They're fouling at a rapid rate. They're the third worst team when it comes to fouls per game. They're fouling teams over 22 times a game. What All right, think th- about this. Phoenix shot 52 free throws. Sacramento shot 42. So, so, okay, all those things. What are they doing well right now? I'll tell you what they're doing well. They're getting the pace back up. Yeah. Now, will the pace continue to be picked up with Chris Paul and Wiggins back in the lineup? I think the shooting is starting to come around a little bit, especially for Clay. And we decided to numbers for Clay and Wiggins. Clay shooting 40% from three in his last seven. Andrew Wiggins in his last six, he's shooting 40% from three. So that's getting better. I think Kaminga's getting better by the game. Pajinski's starting to get some run. Moses Moody's consistent. So there's some positive developments here with this team. But you got to close games. Yeah. And you got to close quarters. And you have to close halves. And and that didn't happen against Sacramento. And slowly but surely, you look up in the Clippers game last Thursday, they were rolling in that second quarter. And I believe, and I believe when they went into that, no, actually, they finished a half well Saturday. That's my bad. That was Thursday where they didn't finish a half well. They were only up 11, and the Clippers cut it to four in the third quarter. And then Clay goes off, they go on a 7 0 run, and they go back up 11. They actually closed the half really well uh, against the Clippers Saturday when Steph Curry scored their last eight points for the Warriors. But with all that said, you can't unsee the bad. The bad outweighs the good right now. What are you looking for? If you could add, well, I'm a, telling you, uh, no, athleticism, you piece, speed, you know, athleticism, speed, and length. So, what position ideally are you targeting? I need to get bigger. Okay. So, whether it's a five, four, three, I don't care. But okay. You got to get bigger. You got to get more athletic. You got to get quicker. Hell, I take a quick guard. But you got a lot of guards right You've now. Got so, so many guards, you know. But I need a quick guard who can score. <laughs> He's got so you know many guards. So I, I mean, if you're gonna acquire a guard, it has to be a two way guard, exactly. and it has to be a very specific type of a guard. Exactly. So a bigger guy who can guard. So I mean, listen, listen. Hey, there's people on YouTube right now. Uh, Dublin Mar says uh, they don't need a trade. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I keep coming back to the Clippers, and I know that they just beat you, but and they're almost in an identical spot of where the Warriors at. We're not really sure if this is the last year with that core together or they're going to break it up. And watching Paul George, it's like, man, I'd love to get Paul George, but I don't know if you have what it takes to get him. And I don't know if they're willing to part with him right now. But to me, he's the kind of bigger guard, you know, wing player that would fit beautifully for what the Warriors ail. Like, he could play alongside Steph, alongside CP3 right now, if you're not surrendering him in a deal. He can defend. He can give you a little bit of playmaking off ball. He can give you a knockdown shooter off ball. He can play with the ball in his hand. He's the kind of guy that I'd be targeting. Uh, this is an interesting one from the 925. Shooting is getting better because they're getting out in transition, which I do agree with, with the pace picking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the not walking Chris, the ball up the court. The second Chris Paul comes back and they start playing at a half court, their looks are going to get significantly worse. And shooting percentages are going to take. And again, these last few games, they picked up the pace against Sacramento. They picked up the pace against the Clippers. I'm very intrigued. That's kind of what I started with when we started discussing to go to say Warriors. Once Chris Call, Chris Paul gets back, can you keep this pace up? Can he continue to play at this pace without worrying about soft tissue injuries or hamstrings or calves or whatnot? And Chris Paul joined us on the post-game show a couple weeks ago and said, you know, I'm trying to get to point five basketball. We got to get to point five basketball. Well, is he able to play point five basketball right now? I don't know. 
I don't know. But but nine two five is right on it. And it's kind of what I've been saying here. Getting out of transition, picking up the pace, which leaves some wide open shots for Clay Thompson, leaves some wide open shots for Andrew Wiggins, leaves some wide open shots for Moses Moody, leaves some wide open shots for Brandon Pajimski. Can you continue to play at this pace once Chris Paul enters the game? That's Warriors basketball. That's Warriors basketball. Right now, so much can happen. Just in the next two weeks, how are you feeling about the Chris Paul trade? It's been good for the Warriors, but they've had to play change their style for them in ways. And you think, like, man, you couldn't change your style a little bit for the youngsters. And I get Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer. He's accomplished so much in this league. I, I, I get why you would t- tinker with your style of play with Chris Paul. He's walking into the Hall of Fame the minute he retires. But at the same time, I'm thinking, boy, you couldn't tinker some things for Jordan Poole or James Wiseman. The James Wiseman would never be good. May never get, he's not even playing in Detroit. They lost 17 straight. He still can't sniff a second on the court. But I don't know, man. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Now, at the same time, with Chris Paul, maybe you don't blow those games against Sacramento and the Clippers. Because all of a sudden, you got that ball handler who doesn't turn the ball over. So all of a sudden, you got, you know, Pajinski did his job. Now you're going to Chris Paul down the stretch against the Clippers. Maybe you get better quality shots. And maybe when a game needs to slow down, and it does slow down in the last five minutes of a game, you got Chris Paul out there. So maybe you don't lose those two games. So I think it's been a home run hit for the Warriors, despite what Jordan Poole brought to the table and what Chris Paul doesn't bring to the table in terms of pace of play, Chris Paul's been a godsend for the Golden State Warriors. I can't complain about his game whatsoever. He's fit in. He hasn't made a big deal about starting or coming off the bench. Chris Paul's been fine. And you know what? He's helped elevate guys like Brandon Pajewski oh, and Moses Moody. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, but given that Steph's still going to be there, is he complimentary enough? Or do you have to change the pieces around those two to complement them? Because well, he's only here for a year. At least right now, he's only here for a year. Unless you pick up the option, right? What? Unless you pick up the option. Do you, do you get where I'm going with this? Yeah, no, I hear you. Because like, the, the, at some point, the trade deadline is coming up here, and, and I've seen all kinds. I mean, Toronto Raptors, Warrior fans just keep, you know, clinging on to the Raptors. I see a lot of Chicago Bull talk, whether it's Zach Levine, Andre Drummond, you know, Nets, Wizards. There's a zillion different teams and trade combinations. Would you be prohibitive? W- would you keep Chris Paul regardless of what the trade is this February? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to see some more. I want to see more, but what are you going to do? Do you plan on picking up the team option? I mean, right now? The other question like that I don't so, know. So I, I I, mean, what Chris Paul brings to you, <clears throat> Brandon Pajipski, and, and Chris Paul's a Hall of Fame player. There's obvious that Brandon Pajipski can't do what he does, not at this stage of his career, but he does get to the hole. He can blow by his guy. And that's one thing the Warriors need. They need guys who can break their man off the dribble and get to the rack. <laughs> could Chris Paul do that? You need him at the close. Like, you know, you need Chris Paul. There's, there's a, the there's defense, a role for Chris Paul. There is. And then there's a defensive liability aspect. There's right. the financial component of getting under the second apron. I think this is really hard. Like, where the Warriors sit right now, it's really, really hard. It's so easy. Like, I know a lot. Get Zach Levine. It's like, okay. And then what? Yeah. And what I, are you giving up? I, I don't think that cures everything. I don't either. I don't right? Like, and, and I don't either. But like, I'm just. And all, but also, not to cut you off, Shasky, mm-hmm. they've had 20 games yet. And we've been, hey, they're going to get hold. They're going to get hold. They're going to get hold. I don't think they're going to get hold. Well, Draymond Green comes back in Sacramento. Boom. Chris Paul and Gurren appeared in the second get hurt in the same game. 
Well, damn. You, you have a 34-year-old Dre and 34-year-old Clay and a 35-year-old Steph Curry with a 38-year-old Chris Paul. The the odds are more likely that one of them is going to miss time at some point for the rest of the like one of the guys is going to be out for a period. You're going to go maybe a couple of games, but to expect full health for a month straight, right? Yeah, I don't know. That might that might not happen this. It year. might not happen. I and, mean, maybe but, I, but I'd like to hurt, see it, but it also hurt though because you get Draymond Pop for the five game suspension when you're trying to develop chemistry. I know, and you come home when you're going to stack some wins, and you don't stack wins. You lose the first five games on the homestand. So now you don't you haven't been whole yet. Yeah. You're 20 games into the season. We still don't know what this team is capable of because they're not at full strength. So I I don't know, man. This is a tough job for Mike Dunleavy. What a role to step into in this first full season. That's that's tough. That is tough. So I don't know what the Warriors do, but this should be a gimme game tonight. Ayton's doubtful. DeAndre Ayton. He's doubtful with right knee soreness. Jeremy Grant, who's averaging over 20 a game, is probably their best player. He's out due to concussion protocols. And Anthony Simons is questionable. All right? With a thumb issue. So you should be able to win this game and feel good about yourself heading into Oklahoma City Friday. And is it uh, this stretch leading up into Christmas? Because most people think Christmas is the start of the NBA season ceremoniously. This stretch is really important so that I they can put so. themselves in a position come Christmas time to really hit the gas. I think so. I think so. You want to, and then you, you look at who they're playing. Like this is the time to get fat and happy. Well, you get three games against Portland. Got to win all three of those games. You get a game against Washington. The Wizards play no defense, so everybody should eat in that game. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's the return of Jordan Poole, so there'll be some emotions there for some of the fans. And of course, we'll see how the interactions goes with how, Jordan how many, Poole. How many games away is that? That happens on December 22nd. So it's the game before Christmas. Wow. Interesting. Jordan Poole's coming back. To, that's that's an interesting seat. spot. Yeah, right before Christmas. That is interesting. I wonder how he'll be received. <sighs> Great question. I will cheer for him. I, he does, he's a champ. You got to give him a standing go. Of course. Give him a standing go. Because, you know, as bad as he got last year. We understand why a 23-year-old would be checked out. <laughs> and I don't want to revisit that situation, but we understand. Well, who's the guy, if you could, in your dream of dreams, if this guy becomes available, who are you looking at around the league? There's not a specific name for me. So I don't want to play the name game, and I don't know how many guys are going to be available. Okay. Right? I'm going to throw a random one at but, you. And I'm but, just... I, but I need size. Like, I always thought if okay. Chicago's going to – if Toronto's going to blow it up, for example, right? Yes. Everybody's looking at Siakam and OG Ananobi. What about Scotty Barnes? Can I get Scotty Barnes? What? Like, using using your your normal logic, why would Scotty Barnes be? You know, why would they move off of Scotty right. Barnes? I love Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I and, love Scotty Barnes. Maybe, you know, maybe it doesn't work for him up there. I don't know. Maybe he wants out. I don't know. But if there's a name, I'm going to try to. I'm swinging for the fences if I'm making phone calls. Like John Lynch swung for the fence last year with Christian McCaffrey, and I'm glad he did. And we were talking about it two weeks before the trade. He needs to swing for the fences this year. And he did. And now look at it. 17 touchdowns later or 30 touchdowns later, McCaffrey's doing his thing. But I'm I'm gonna add I don't wanna I don't want Siakam. I don't want OG Andinobi. If I'm done leaving if and I'm calling Toronto, well, what's up with Scotty Barnes? That's where it starts. Now he may not be available. Mm-hmm. He may not want out. But what's up with Scotty Barnes? That's where I'm starting. Okay. All right. So with that, the MB trade, you know, I, I was on MB, but Philadelphia's playing too well. They're not going to trade him. They're not going to trade him. So who's available? I don't know who's available. So I don't have a specific name. I have a specific need, which is athleticism, speed, and length. That's what I want. 
and put Blake name on there. You know, Paulo Bancaro. You know, everybody wants Paulo Bancaro, but I want a guy with athleticism, speed, and length. But I don't know who's available right now, Shasky. Well, I mean, I'm looking at a team like Detroit, and like, would you take some sort of combination? I don't know what of. A young player that you're taking a flyer on in Jaden Ivey, who seems to have fallen out of favor in Detroit. He's only started six of about 17 or 18 games this year. And one of the Bogdanovich or uh, the other shooter, Joe Harris, who are coming up and, and their deals are forget, expiring. Forget Joe Harris. Give me Bogdanovich. Would, would you no, do that? For, Bogdan, for, Bogdanovich is liability defensively. Of course. Um, but Jaden Ivey. Is a special young man. So you staple one of the young players and maybe Wiggins or something and go get that. Now, I don't think that that, like, you're, you're rearranging certain things here. Like, you're going to take some flaws in this right. in this deal. But you get out of some salary cap stuff. I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking about how I can get some more shooting yeah. out onto the court. Yeah. I mean, Jay, and Ivy's I don't a even, playmaker. Yeah, he's a playmaker. I don't know very how young. Well he's a shooter. Very raw, very young. I don't even know if he's good. Right. I, th- I thought he had potential. I don't know why the hell he's coming off the bench. I think Monty Williams is overrated. Monty Williams is, I don't know what the hell he's well, doing in Detroit. The guy that I would like to kind of take from them, too, Monty Morris is also in Detroit. And I'm sure they like him, but I, I wouldn't mind snagging him either. He's not bad. But but again, you'd he's have to bad. give up some stuff. I mean, I'm just thinking outside yeah, yeah, the yeah. box no, here. I hear you. I hear you know, because it's the I same, said, it's the same know, names over we, and over we, we and over. We laughed at Jakob Pertle last year, and Jakob Pertle's kind of what this team needs. <laughs> a banger, a double-double guy. You kind of need that type of dude. Yeah, but you then know? the question... Again, because of the hierarchy of the team, who's taking it. a step back? Well, obviously, Looney or 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 Sarge. So you could still play Sarge. During the championship years, you had three bigs. Yes. Really, you had three bigs, and yeah. you were interchanging all of them. Yeah, but you Whether went, it was McGee, West, and Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, but you went in the final six minutes, you right. went with you a went very small. long, even though it was just short. Yeah. Like, Durant was a seven-footer. Right, exactly. You know, Iguodala is like one of so, the longest players in the league. I've got no problem adding size, and I think you could still keep Looney and Sarge. Now you have Science to give us something. Matters. It does matter, Fitz. You know it matters. It all matters. It always matters. You know? But I'm seeing some names out here on the YouTube. Clint Capella. You know, Otto Porter Jr.'s hurt. You, you don't want to deal with that. I do um, think that they miss that element of what Otto Porter Jr. provided. Not him. Not him specifically. But you're getting out from Sarge, aren't you? Uh, Sarge is more big than than because I do think that he scrapped a little uh, on the on the perimeter. Not that he's the greatest perimeter. Right. I think he was a better shooter. You know, overall. But he had ups and down months. Like, he was invisible for two months. Dude, he hit like five threes in a six-week stretch yeah. out of Porter Jr. But he yeah. was but he was really you good know, to start the year, I, and he had moments in the playoffs. I think Sarge has been a little bit better. Maybe. They, they're just, I view one as a 3-4 and the other as a 4-5. But but I, I, I do. So it's not even a specific name. It's more size, length, and athleticism. Who provides that? And if I can get that, great, because you need some speed. These young bulls that we're going to see, even tonight with Portland, it depends who they play, but we'll see at OKC again Friday. We know what they do. They get up and down. Phoenix, they get up and down. Are we the shortest team in the league? Yeah, we're the smallest team. Feels like it. That's why the, 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 sm- we're the smallest team in the league, and you may be one of the slowest teams in the league. That's not a good combination. <laughs> That's a terrible combination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the more we talk about it, it's a terrible combination. Right, it's not a good but that's combination. That's why I'm like... I, I know why they're he's young, you know, and all that. Like Trace Jackson Davis has shown some promise. He's got some ups. He's got some speed. He's got some size. He clearly knows how to rebound. He sets a good screen. I'm I'm a little surprised that he hasn't gotten more run. Yeah, he had the leg issue there, but I'm 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 kind of with you with that. 
Um, I'm with you with that. I, I, I just think they need to get quicker. They need to get bigger. They need length. They need athleticism. And whoever player provides that, I'm all in for. But they need that. They need that so bad. It's so, it's so obvious with their own two eyes. If you watch the game, guys are blown by this team. Even when the Warriors go zone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're going to zone defenses at times. And it's just and it's just not it's not working out. Teams are getting wide open shots, wide open three point attempts. The Clippers all of a sudden they figured it out. Oh, they don't have rim protection. Oh, we can blow by these guys. And the Clippers, who are an isolation team, they're a one on one basketball team, pick and roll, isolation, old school basketball, nineties basketball. You know, post ups. All of a sudden they had thirty one assists Saturday afternoon. And they're an isolation team. You know why? Because they're able to blow by their guy, drive and kick, wide open threes. And that problem is not going away, folks, unless you make something happen. It's just not. No matter what, we can talk about all the combinations, rotations, personnel. Yeah, I, you can't. And which is why when you, when you get in dribble drive penetration, you start fouling. And the Warriors are the third worst team when it comes to fouling per game. I cannot reiterate. Because what does that do, Shasky? These teams are falling behind, it's, right? Well, for even just the Clippers, an older team, it allows them to catch their legs. Yep. It gets them to the free throw line where they're highly efficient. Mm-hmm. And then it allows them to set their defense exactly. up. Exactly. And so it, it's it's not just one thing. It's like right. a, it's a series of right. things that right. it helps. So and you, on top of that, it gets you in the bonus, and then yep, you get all exactly. the cheapies. Thank you. Thank you. You get the bonus. You stop the clock. They set their defense up. Exactly what happened in Sacramento last Tuesday. That's why, to me, against Sacramento, it wasn't, yeah, the the last 50 seconds, you're up five points. You got to win that game. That game was lost in the third quarter. (laughs) It was lost in Oklahoma City a couple Saturdays ago. Remember that? That game was lost in the third quarter. Not on Chad Holmgren's tied up three at the end of regulation. The third quarter, when they're up 18, and you start throwing the ball away like they're medicine balls, and they get out and running, and it's like, damn, two dribbles there at the rim. All of a sudden, it's a five-point game. That's where these games are lost, and you start getting to the bonus, and you stop the clock. So stop fouling, please. For the love of God, you're reaching, you're hacking. And if you keep reaching, these other teams are going to keep teaching, and they're getting to the free throw line. So uh, I think Mike Dunleavy is going to – it's going to be a hard deadline for him. It's going to be a hard deadline. Now, the Warriors can take the decision out of his hands by just simply playing better and winning some basketball games. <laughs> that, that's a novel concept. But you I would love that to happen. But But you know what? I don't know. It, it it does feel ironic to me that they're facing the Portland Trailblazers tonight because for many years, myself and many included, ripped the Portland Trailblazers for not making a decision on something that wasn't working. McCollum and Lillard, right? And and look, the Warriors thing has worked, right? The Warriors thing has worked. But I know a lot of people around the league are looking at the Warriors situation saying, come on, man, it's obvious it's over. But they're not fans of the team, and they're not a part of the culture and the organization. It's easy from afar to say, break that up. It's easy for me, Joe Shasky, to tell Robert Kraft and Patriot fans, Belichick's finished with you. He could go somewhere else. He's done with you. It's a lot harder to actually do that. You know what I'm saying? And so I do find it ironic that they're facing the Blazers tonight, and it's a gots to have it game. I mean, this one is you they'll, have to they'll win. They'll win the night. But you got to win. They're going to win the night. They got to win. They're going to win the night, and we'll get the OKC. Can you beat OKC? Because even if the Warriors beat Portland, I don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow morning. And eight eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. how you feel? And Warrior fans are gonna say, "Oh, it's just Portland. We better win that game. This was just Portland." I bet you, a Warrior, most Warrior fans haven't watched one Portland Trailblazer game at all. I know I haven't. <laughs> See, there you go. I mean, I'm admitting it. 
When have they been on TV, like, outside of League Pass? No, they haven't been. I'm, believe me, I'm not searching out Portland no. Trailblazers. I did want to see Scoot Henderson early, so I watched a little bit of him. Scoot, I think he could be a really good point guard. I do like Shaden Sharp. He's athletic. Um, I watched the game when they were beating up. They were beating Milwaukee because it was the first time Dane played against a former team mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. The Blazers were up, like, 22 points in that game. I mean, they were rolling. And then Dame Dollar and... Giannis came back. They won that game. Then you look up because I like Halliburton. So, you know, NBA TV, you get to do the four screens on the app. And I just do the smart TV, put the four games up on my TV. So they're in the corner. I'm not really paying attention to them. I'm like, how the hell is Portland beating Indiana? I remember saying that to myself. Maybe I muttered it to Adam. Well, how the hell is Portland beating Indiana? And they beat Indiana in Indiana. And Indiana's going to Las Vegas for the Final Four to the a tournament. Then they go to Cleveland. A team the Warriors could not do anything with in both second quarters of that basketball game. They couldn't do anything against Cleveland. Cleveland just had their number. Again, size, athleticism, athleticism, speed, just destroyed the Warriors in those two Cleveland games. And then what do you know? Portland goes to Cleveland and wins a basketball game. I'm like, what the hell is happening with the Portland Trailblazers? So, yeah, they better win tonight. Well, you know, it's it, I'm listening to you talk about all this, and now I'm getting kind of a little triggered because every night I look up on whatever's happened in the NBA, and it's somebody who has taken in the last couple of drafts doing something fun and doing something good. And I, I really feel like the way the Warriors are at right now is a byproduct of either selecting the wrong people, not nurturing them, not allowing them to play, whatever. Like, now it's coming yeah. to roost. Evan yeah. Mobley, we've watched him multiple times. Okay, this is the same draft as Kaminga and Moody. Mm-hmm. Like, throw Wiseman to the side. They couldn't, they couldn't get Mobley, though. Mobley was no, top No, I know. Pick. No, no, yeah. I, I understand that. But oh, yeah, they're yeah, getting yeah. impact from him got is it, what I'm getting got at. It, got it, got right? It. Like, and then I'm, you're talking about Scotty Barnes. We'd love to have him. Josh Giddy is is performing at a high level right now. There's some off-the-court stuff. Kaminga sandwiched in between that and, and Franz Wagner. And Wagner's been really good. Davion Mitchell, role player. But he's getting some run at times for the Kings. Um, has played a lot. It's him and Duarte guarding, guarding Steph. It felt like in, in mm-hmm. the two times they played. Moody's in there. Shangun goes after him. Trey Murphy, who you've referenced earlier today. He's a good player for the Pelicans. Very good player. Right? And so I, I, we're getting to a point where it's like, you know, you had these opportunities to cash in some of these chips at the table, and it feels like we're still not being able to cash in any of the chips. And I don't even know if the chips are worth 100 bucks or a dollar. Yeah. Now Moody, Moody, or something in between. Right now, Moody at fourteen is fine, but it's good value. It's good value, but Shangun is at sixteen. But you're not going to take Shangun because you still have James Wiseman. You have hope for him. Now, James Wiseman's selection, there's no doubt, it's destroying the Warriors right now. I know some people wanted Halliburton. Maybe you could have traded down to get Halliburton, but I thought, man, is Halliburton really going to play with the Warriors when he got the Splash Brothers? Whatever. I don't, I don't know if he evolves I, I, into the player I, yeah, he is currently. He's, he's a special, special he's player. He's a good player, though. Obviously, one is LaMelo Ball. He's right there in number three. But LaMelo Ball is hurt again. He's walking around in the boot. He's hurt again. I don't I don't know if his ankles are ever going to hold up. Uh, Patrick Williams has done nothing with the Chicago Bulls. Nothing. Nothing. Okongu has been a backup for the Hawks. Okoro's a, a role player oh, with the yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers. Fine, fine defender, but you're not going to take no, him number no, two no, overall. Yeah. Obi Toppin is on a second team. He's yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. Although Most Terry's people don't even know he's on a second team. Right. They didn't even know that he's on a pacer. They probably still think he's a Nick. Advia from Washington, they're not playing any defense. Uh-uh. But although he, he's a very intriguing prospect. I do Told like you that Vinny draft Advia. is not good. It's not, It hasn't been great. Cole Anthony's playing well off the bench yes. with Magic. Yes. You know, but other than that, Isaiah Stewart? 
I thought you were going to bring him up with Detroit. He's a guy I'd be interested I in. I would love to have Isaiah Stewart. He would give you some physicality and some toughness I, I, I'm not and some edge. I wouldn't be mad at that so either. That's a guy I thought you were going to go with in Detroit. Well, I was just throwing that because I was looking no, at contracts. I, I, uh, I was looking at contracts and, and how I could kind of get under that second apron. You know, outside of Anthony Edwards going number one overall, Tyrese Maxey may be your third best player in that draft. He went 21 overall to Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, there was a point a, a year ago we were having the Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey conversation. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey looks better than both of those guys. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. It, it, let's, let's get the legal going. Let's talk some Niners before Kate Reenan joins us. But a very good Warriors conversation. They, these next 10 games are very, very important. You're on it. By Christmas Day, where are the Warriors going to be at? Where are they going to be at? And you don't have any, you know, Portland, you got Portland for three games. You got to have all of them. You got Brooklyn on a Saturday night. You got to have that. At Chase Center. They got to have the Wizards game. Can you still win in Phoenix next Tuesday? Can you still win in Oklahoma City on Friday? Can you still win against Denver on Christmas Day? I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. I'm not going to doubt Steph Curry yet, but they know they need to figure it out, and this three-game stretch should be good for them. Uh, you are listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HG1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app and favorite 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports covers. Don't forget, you can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 95.7 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. This is a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit FreemansAppliance.com today. And also shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line. Let's get to Jacob with Castro Valley. Then we'll pivot to the Niners. Jacob, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's Hope up? you're doing all right. All right, Jacob. I wanted to uh, – I, I like the conversation you guys are having about trade talks. First, I wanted to talk about the game uh, on Saturday. Uh, I wanted to commend Draymond. I mean, he, he played some good basketball, and he actually played basketball. You know, he wasn't caught up in rest calls and stuff, and he seemed happy, and he played real well. He's also been working on his uh, three-point shot. I mean, that's clear, and so that's pretty good. But uh, if you notice, when these young guys go off on the bench, it provides a big spark. I mean, it, it even awakens the uh, the older players. They, they, you know, it energizes them. And uh, I think one, one name that they could... Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.